Hey, I'm Drew. Welcome to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. This is where we drink coffee and discuss our favorite movies. Each week, one of my friends and I will talk about a different movie. So brew your favorite coffee, relax, and let's get started. Welcome back to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. I'm here today with a very special person. This is my best friend ever, Brittany Pratt. Hey, hey. Yes, uh, she is visiting Nashville, and so I abducted her, and now we're talking about movies. Yes, thank Um, you for having me. Yeah, Brittany, you want to tell a little bit about yourself? Yes, my name is Brittany. As Drew said, um, I am 22 years old. I live in Arkansas in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by cow fields. But hopefully soon soon she'll be here in Nashville. Yes, the goal is Nashville sometime next year, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, I work at a Christian book publishing company, and I serve as publicist and a marketing assistant. So, yeah. Yes, so it's uh, coffee from our favorite coffee shop in town. Uh, We get it every time you come and visit. It's It's the first stop. Always, almost always one of the first stops, Mm -hmm. yes. I have gotten you addicted to like so much of their drinks. Coffee soda. Coffee number soda. Number one. That's my go-to. Yes. Because I can't get anything like that in Arkansas. Nope. It's great. We have straight up black coffee from gas stations. That's about as good as it gets. Which is really sad. It's, I cry about it every single night. I cry myself to sleep about it. I'm so sorry. I, I'm sure you are. I feel it in my heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is literally our friendship we just go down these like little buddy trails we do it's, this is what the whole thing is gonna be yeah but i was gonna say um like sometimes i'll go off and do my own thing because i'm like oh here she goes she's about to get started so, so i try I'll- to explain the mm-hmm. the in uh um what's the word i don't i don't even remember it's you go into great detail i go into great detail because to quote Sherlock Holmes, it's the littlest details that are by far the most important. This is very true. Yes. Um, no. Uh, the com- I was going to say that the, as I explained, the complicated um, webs of details that connect all the different movies I talk about. Yes. 100%. Mostly Marvel all marvel it's i feel like it's i feel like you clock out when i talk about marvel because there's just so much there is it was a lot to take in at first so you had always tried to get me to watch marvel yes and i was like no but like you can talk as much as you want about it nerd out girl like i'll listen to you and so you would it took like three years to get you to watch yeah because well growing up i wasn't allowed to watch a lot of things like that only allowed to watch Hallmark and Veggie Tales. Yes, exactly. Christian conservative family, and like, Christian conservative homeschool. Literally, family. yeah, th- that's even like that's even stricter. So we right. just didn't watch a lot growing up, and then Randy, Chris, not no, Randy and Kristen. I love you. Yes, I do too, a lot. <laughs> I hope you love them. Your and your I appreciate parents. <laughs> it because I don't. Yeah, I do appreciate it. I don't enjoy watching a lot of tv and i still don't really watch a lot of tv only when i make you only really when you make me or if i go to the theaters with somebody but well which is which is when i make you. you um but yeah we weren't allowed to watch a lot of stuff and a, stu- a lot of stuff like that growing up mm-hmm. and then once i got to the age that i was allowed to watch a lot of that stuff i just i was like 
why there's better things to do but then until I you finally did with <laughs> iron man and it is still by far my favorite thing to tell people because like you watched I it at like it. one in the morning and i'm asleep and you're texting me like 50 million gif yeah. responses yeah because okay throughout you, the whole movie i didn't want to tell you that i was starting it because i was like okay she's spent hours Three upon years hours upon you. hours just explaining how everything intertwines and works and yeah so I was like I don't want to start this decide that I don't like it yeah and then disappoint you that I didn't like something that you loved right. so much so and you didn't like it until like halfway through Mm-mm. I was like eh, this is what she's been hyping up for so long and then plus I didn't understand all the inner workings of it which there's not much in the first movie because because you just watched Iron Man, which is the beginning of it all. Right. So there's not much to work through. It really is. You just have to sit and watch it to get the information before right. you understand everything. Yeah. So I can remember just laying in my bed about three fourths of the way through. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> like, so what, what is going on right now? And my I was so intense and nervous and anxious and scared. And I'm just like, I started blowing up your phone and I'm like, what's gonna happen I'm like and now you're sleeping and you're not even awake to help me and you've done this to me and all this stuff and so and then I you went to bed it had to have been like 20 30 texts I woke up I woke up and I think I had 25 unread text messages and I was like what did I miss like who died well almost iron man obviously but it's iron man so he's not gonna die well how was i supposed to know that other than there's two other movies entitled iron man and he's in like (laughs) the marvel mcu is really just the iron man cinematic universe well i didn't know that i guess after ten thousand hours of listening to you explain it all i should have understood it but without context or like faces to things i didn't know you just got immersed in the story that's all it was i i did and so, yeah, I blew your phone up. And then from then on, I told you what I didn't want to happen was that I would get sucked into the Marvel wormhole. And now look at me. I'm on a podcast discussing Marvel. Yeah, we are. I was about to say, but you're not even discussing Marvel, but you are because it's Guardians of the Galaxy. It is. <laughs> it is Marvel. And it's my favorite movie. Yes. The second one is 100% my favorite movie. But the first one does such a good job of setting it all up. Setting it all up. Mm-hmm. Especially with the family structure i think mm-hmm. um as far as like gamora and um nebula mm-hmm. right yes um i think as they're trying to find their identities separate from their father for me that's that's relatable because like with my sister and i think every sister you kind of hit a point where you butt heads a little bit as you're trying to figure out yes who Except you are not everyone has homicidal crazy this is true people for their dad again randy i love you (laughs) again i do too um yes that's very true but i think like growing up if you are close with your Mm -hmm. dad like to kind of find your like she is finding her identity apart from him yes one of them gamora is yes and no but that's kind of how like i see it i don't know but the, I mean, yes. relatable in that, like there is that there are those family tensions anyways, when you're like all kind of growing up and doing your thing. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> because it's Thanos. It is Thanos. And I, my dad doesn't watch Marvel. So thank goodness. I'm not comparing him to Thanos in any way, <laughs> shape or form. 
I would he's, be concerned. He's way more mentally stable. A lot more. He's not purple. He's True. not trying to destroy the world, at least that I know of. And I'd be offended if he wasn't trying to pull me into his plan to rule the world. You'd be too nice. Do you think? You couldn't handle it. Do you think? I feel like I could handle it. No. I feel like I could. Nope. Like, no. Watch me. Watch me. <laughs> I am. And you're laughing. Bet. You, can't even, you can't even hold a straight face while you say it. I'm going to look you in the eye. Bet. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Please, Drew, tell me about Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, like old times before I even started watching Marvel and got sucked down that wormhole. Yeah. Uh, so the first Guardians of the Galaxy is what we're talking about. If Mm -hmm. you haven't caught that yet, uh, it was released August 1st, 2019, starting the month off right. Wait. No, it didn't. Sorry. I typed that in wrong. It was released August 1st, 2014. 14. Yeah. See, I knew it. I just wrote it wrong. Anyways, uh, so Guardians of the Galaxy was released August 1st, 2014. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Way to start the month off right there. Uh, James Gunn directed it. Good job, James. Yes, James Gunn. Proud of you. He's very good at it. Uh, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Karen Gillan are some of the main people in it and of course we cannot forget my favorite uncle chris if you didn't catch it my last name is pratt spelled the same in everything p-r-a-t-t boom so growing up everybody everybody would ask me if i was related to chris pratt and at first i didn't even know who that was i was just like a christian homeschooler yeah exactly and so (laughs) You just a homeschooler high fived. Thank you, thank you. I always appreciate that. Not, um, <laughs> you love me. Most days, sort of. Wow. All the time. Wow. I love you all the time. You know that. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. job on starting a podcast. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank <gasps> you for designing everything for it. Oh yes. If you've You're listened welcome. to the podcast episodes before and you've heard us talk about our glorious movie and mocha coffee mugs. Britney is the one who designed it, Ta-da. and she actually gave me these mugs as a birthday gift, and it's the best thing ever. Day. Yeah, they were fun to design. I was a little worried how they turn out, but they this is the first They're time amazing. I've actually seen them in person because I just ordered them directly. So I did some graphic design work and sent it off to Vista Print. Yeah, no, everyone loves them, so that's awesome. If we end up selling merchandise, it's probably going to be the first thing that goes on on to be sold. I got you, fam. I yeah. got you to design t-shirts and everything for it too i got you there we go um oh we could do like a fun fact t-shirt yes because okay i give drew such a hard time even before the podcast started i was like you literally say fun fact so much like i don't even think you realize how often you say fun fact because it's so fun to learn things and everything is fun it is and you can like blurt out just random facts all the time without any context to the conversation as long as you like start it with hey fun fact thank you for all this wisdom and knowledge that you you have imparted on me for the last five years i truly appreciate it it's 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 one of your quirks i love it yeah thank you you are welcome (laughs) i think (laughs) i don't uh, question mark i think so so just for our enjoyment i'm probably going to be referencing him as uncle chris because oh the entire time because we've we've done that since we've met 
yeah like since you brought that up mm-hmm. w- that's all that we reference it by even when oh, yeah. you watched infinity war for the first time and you were texting me like when they got to the part where they're on titan and they're and spider-man's about to get the gauntlet off of thanos mm-hmm. and star lord comes up and like ruins the whole thing like mm-hmm. you were ranting to me you're like uncle chris blah, 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 blah. i was like, like i've been proud of you for so many things my entire life but this this is not cool okay? you're not my uncle anymore I, you know i'm like i'm deleting your number from my phone just for this week <laughs> you're not part of the plan with thanos how right. dare you i did the same thing with this might be unpopular opinion but when i watched jurassic park i told you i was like um I don't think you told me this. Well, I was like, you know, I've been a fan of all of Uncle Chris's movies so far. I was like, these ones weren't my favorite. I'm not going to tell him I think you mean Jurassic that. World. Uh, yes, I always get those two mm-hmm. confused. Jurassic Park the, the originals. Ones. Jurassic World right. is the ones that Uncle I Chris haven't watched in. the originals. But I had told You're you for out. Park. Jurassic Park. Jurassic that's, World. That's what he's in. I was like, I these ones aren't my favorite. Like, please don't tell him that. And I won't tell him that because, like, yes. I want him to know that I love and support him. He's family, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, Uncle Chris. That's I would love to visit his farm. I know. His farm sounds really cool. It's probably super quaint and cool. And he just got married no, a little while big. ago, didn't he? It's a huge farm. Yeah, but quaint. Like, I don't know. That's the opposite of quaint. Well, I see quaint as in, like, decor. I don't really Maybe. see quaint as, like, know. tiny. But I guess, yeah, like, a quaint cottage would be typically mm-hmm. what it... I don't even know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> So Hi. back to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. For the fifth time. <laughs> yeah. Back to Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to go at this point. I know because we've, well, so Chris Pratt is awesome. We've established that. You were going through the other authors. I work for a publishing company. I think in authors. Um, Dave Batista. I was going through the pictures. Dude, Dave Batista is awesome. He's so solid. Yes. He was a WWE wrestler, so... Well, I didn't really mean solid in that way, but, like... That too, a solid though. actor. Yeah, I'm sure he's super solid. Oh, yeah. I don't know... He looks solid. I'm sure he really is. Um, but, yeah, I was telling you, because I was going through all the lists of the characters, and I was like... I love seeing people's faces in real life, because I'm always like, oh, that looks nothing like this person. Like Gamora, I was like... Well, she first was, off, she's not green. Right. But, but like, Michael Rooker, who plays... Um, Yondu. Thank you. He he just looks like a cleaned-up version of Yondu. Like he got his blue version. Yeah, but he still looks like himself. Like, he looks like he just, like, got his life together, wiped the war paint off his face, and now, like, he's good. Good Solid. job, man. Go, Michael. Karen Gillan doesn't look like her character at all, either. Which one is she? Nebula. Oh, uh, no, she does not. I no. just saw it. Well, a little bit in the mouth, though. Well, because it's her mouth. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Uh, speaking of... <laughs> we think we're hilarious. I don't know if anybody else does, but I think we're hilarious. <laughs> Most times. Other times I'm like, I don't even know what to say anymore. This has I gone know. too far. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Dave Batista, um, Dave Batista. Hey, I love his laugh. It is, is it the same in real life as I it is don't in the know. movie? I hope it is. How do you not know? Oh, you just love it in the movie. Yeah. I thought you meant like in person. No, I've never. Well, first I've never seen him in person. You know what I meant. Uh, <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> 
Um, no, I have no idea. Because I can't recall him, like, laugh. I can't recall seeing him laugh at anything other than the movies. But I love his laugh in the movies. And I kind of hope that's his laugh in real life. Because it's just very loud and unguarded and right. just raw. raw. Yeah. yeah. And it's just amazing. Yeah. He didn't laugh. Okay, you were telling me that you watched the bloopers for the dance-off, which is one of my favorite scenes because, uh-huh. again, it reminds me so much of my family because one of us will just start, like, we'll break out in dancing and everybody will just look at that person like, um, one, you can't dance and you shouldn't be trying that right now, but, I mean, props to you for trying. Do you remember when we tried to recreate the dances from The Greatest Showman? When we did, no. like, the other side on the, t- on the table? <gasps> That video still hasn't died. Thank you I know, for nothing. I love it. We're su- we were supposed to do that, and nobody was supposed to know about it. But, but you're d- every like so. Joy was sitting there. Your dad was sitting there. Your mom was sitting there. Everyone knew about it because they were watching. I know, but we that was like, there was no privacy. Everybody just got their phones out. That stupid video ended up being posted on Facebook for like three years in a row for Good. my birthday. I'm glad. And finally, my dad like chose a new video. The other video wasn't any better, but he loves to post things on my birthday to embarrass me. And that video dad. ended up being used for like three birthdays in a mm-hmm. row. It was awesome. Randy kept trying to text it to me, but it wouldn't go through. Yeah, but that's good because no, it's you not. Didn't I want the video. It. I thought you recorded another one. No, because I was in the middle of doing it. Oh yeah, because you joined me, but for some reason they didn't get you. That's what made me mad. I'm like, I'm the one who got posted all over Facebook. Dancing very embarrassingly. But yeah, that's what our family does. We just I'm like, just good like that. We'll keep like and we look at each other like, you shouldn't be doing that. What are you doing? And so it reminded me of that. But Chris Pratt, I mean, he's a Uncle Chris is a good dancer. Yeah. I would say. You know. But <laughs> when his moves are only moves from the seventies, yeah. Oh, shots fired. Ooh. Boom. Roasted. Boom. Um, but my Come on, Uncle Chris. Original, dance off. Let's go. Um, the original reason I was bringing that up, though, <laughs> several bunny trails later. Yep. Um, was you didn't hear Dave Batista laugh when they did the, when they all started dancing. You said in the bloopers. It is. It's in the gag reel. They played a prank on Dave Batista. Dave Batista mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, in the movie, Chris Pratt. Uh, like Star Lord challenges Ronan, right? And Ronan just kind of stares at him, like, "What is this idiot doing?" And he tries to get Gamora to do it, and Gamora just like glares at him. He doesn't even look at Drax. She I does think. not dance. She does not dance, which is funny because uh, Zoe Saldana is actually a professional like ballet dancer. Ooh, I, I did know. not know Professionally that. Professionally trained. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't say fun fact before that. Anyway, fun fact. <laughs> Anyways, there it is. Uh, so in so in the actual in the movie what actually happened was like only Star Lord dances. But they played a prank on Dave Batista when they were filming it, Ronan goes like, It's on and so then he starts dancing and Chris starts dancing and then Zoe starts dancing and they all kinda like gesture to Dave and he wasn't told this, like everyone else had planned mm-hmm. it, so he just has to start making up dances on the spot. Right. As like a prank. And that's like the last little bit of the gag reel and oh. I think it's awesome. That is awesome. Yes. I love Dave. Good old Dave. Good old Dave. Also, uh, this is what I was originally trying to say. Was <laughs> Several bunny trails later. Yes. His uh, makeup and tattoos, when they started filming Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. it took him five hours with the makeup department to get what? it all on. 
and in an interview uncle chris said that he would just he had stood there stock still the whole time with his hands like on a railing like good job for five hours straight by the time it and by the time filming ended Mm -hmm. the makeup department had knocked it down to three hours but that's Probably still. Probably because he was able to stay still. Remix. <laughs> Probably because he was able to stay so still. Well, I mean, you know, in Infinity War, they showed his secret power is he stands still so long he becomes invisible. Oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> all about that. <laughs> uh, wow. That just made me love Dave Batista even more. I, know. I don't think I have any more Dave Batista facts. Well, Other than his character, Drax, is just insane. Yeah. Like legit crazy. Very literal. Literally crazy. Nothing goes over his head. Literally nothing goes over his head. He's very literal. Yes. Yes. Because he's tall and he would stop it if it did go over his head. Wow. That's what he says. <laughs> that's not what I say. I mean, that's what I said, but it's what <laughs> he says. <laughs> hey, your fun fact nothing would go over Dave Batista's head. Literally. Drax's head maybe not Dave Batista's. I feel I like Dave Batista would understand it I feel like he would stop anything from going over his head as well yes he's just that kind of a guy yeah kind of a guy just that kind of is that proper I don't, English I don't know I, I didn't realize Bradley Cooper was in it until just recently too yeah he voices Rocket Raccoon can we talk about Groot I love Groot Vin Diesel I am Groot. voices Groot Vin Diesel recorded the I Am Groot line over a thousand times. What? And he ended up saying, he ended up recording it in six different languages. <gasps> so it could be, so his voice could be the one played when they redo it for those languages later on. Vin, you're my hero. He also would record it while standing on stilts so he could what? get a feeling for how tall Groot what? was. What? Mm-hmm. He was all in. I don't know why I whispered. Wow, my mind is so blown right now. He was all in, and he spoke a total of four words. That is incredible. I know. Well, props to Vin. Go Vin Diesel. Go Vin Diesel. He also said he he enjoyed it and was excited to do it because he was just, this was right after, like, Paul Walker died, Mm. which was his co-star in all the Fast and Furious films. Mm. And in those movies, it's all, like, action and death. Right. And then dealing with the death of his friend and co-star. In real Groot life. symbolizes life and rebirth and sacrifice in the best way. And he said he loved... Right. That scene. Oh, my goodness. That when he scene. saves everybody. We are Groot. Oh. We are Groot. Like, yeah. no. But he's but like, he loved playing that character that symbolized right. life and rebirth instead of right. death. And I wonder how many times he recorded saying, we are Groot. I have no idea. And then little baby Groot. Oh, my God. Baby Groot at the end. He's so cute dancing, except for when Drax looks at him. He does that because in the second movie, Drax reveals that he hates dancing. Oh, I guess. So he would stop dancing every time because he knew that Drax didn't like it. He's so adorable. Um, I want a little baby Groot. I mean, who doesn't want a little baby Groot? Right. Do you want another fun fact? Fun fact. So that that credit scene, that end credit scene with Groot dancing was actually animated um it was let me see what's what's the wording for look it, it up look it up the it's it's animated footage of james gunn privately dancing to that song like that james that gunn was just dancing and someone like incredible. saw it and probably filmed it and then just animated it 
That's amazing. And so, like, when Baby Groot's dancing mm-hmm. and doing, like, the, you know, right. just his arms. Like, that was James Gunn dancing to the song. Dude. That's amazing. James Gunn is amazing. Like... I'm trying to see who does he actually play. He doesn't. He doesn't play anyone. His brother does. Okay. His brother, Sh- Sean. I think. I think. Shout that's out to name. you, Sean. I think his name is Sean. He played Craglin, but okay. also was one of like the stand-in people for Rocket. Gotcha. Um, who played Baby Groot's voice? Did they just Vin like? Diesel. Okay. Did. Did he say it in a baby voice? He did the high pitch voice by himself. There was no extra audio editing needed for that voice. Props to you. Right. Wow. Yes. Uh, But so going back to James Gunn, he was like, he's so cool. Like I learned like so many things about this. Mm -hmm. He. um, Tell me more. Kept Play-Doh, like little containers of Play-Doh on the set. Okay. And. Any di- anytime he f- he felt someone did like an exceptionally good job of uh-huh. work that day, he gave them a little container of play doh. Why? Because he says he loves the smell of like op- like <gasps> he loves when he opens play doh and like that yes. fresh play doh smell. Right. He says it. Uh, where's it at? This is such a good fun fact. He it puts him in a childlike and creative state of mind, Aww. and he wanted to like help that with people. And That's it was kind of so like a little cool. reward system. Like it does. If you do a really, really good. good job, you get some play-doh. He, uh, it was <laughs> over the so and and it didn't matter who it was a right. camera operator actor How technician many of play-doh did this guy have and it, it was it was anything it was a 200 person crew they shot wow. for a total of 85 days and he gave out 40 containers of play-doh wow wow I know. that's I'm trying to picture my boss just walking in and handing me a thing of Play-Doh. Like, good job, Brittany. I'd be like, Brittany, I thought you've done an exceptionally good. Job I'd be today. like, Here's some Play-Doh as a reward. Are you kidding me right now? Like, what is your problem? But you know, like by the time like they kind of caught on and understood why, it was like, oh my gosh. Like if someone got Play-Doh, it'd be like, oh, I got Play-Doh today. Like ah, I feel like yeah. that's what it would be like because you get excited yeah, when you see it. Once it became a thing, yeah. but at first I'd be like uh ha thank yes. you question mark question mark question mark like yeah no so i think that was like so cool um james gunn worked really closely with tyler bates who composed the score Good and job, had tyler. tyler uh compose and record like different sections of the score mm-hmm. beforehand so they could act to the score to the music to help oh. get an effect Good job, which Tyler. isn't which normally isn't what happens normally they write th- and compose the score to put it to what's already been filmed right i feel like as an actor i would want to do the acting over the score because to it would make help it more immersive. hype me up yeah yeah um he also said he, he wanted the sound gun james gun wanted right. the soundtrack to consist mostly of 70s and 80s music because that was at the time frame that Peter Quill was still on Earth, and it, and he wanted it to be his connection to Earth for all of us to be reminded that he's just a human who's stuck in space. Right. Um, That's literally my favorite yeah. part of it, because it makes it so relatable. I bought the soundtrack album. That and um, The Greatest Showman, those are the mm-hmm. only two movies that I've ever bought the soundtrack album for, because that was... And I think especially for the second one, yeah. it ties it like it makes it so much more relatable because it ties mm-hmm. it to Earth They're that so much good. more. Yeah, it's so good. He wanted 
the 70s music to help keep the film grounded, you know, like that, and relatable. And so when he was searching for the songs to use for his choices, Mm -hmm. he went to, like, the Billboard top songs for the 70s. Ah, uh, Tyler did this? No, James Gunn. Oh, okay. James Gunn did this. And he, like, narrowed it down to, like, just over 100 songs and then narrowed it down from there. Wow. But, like, he, he would just play the songs, like, on set. You know, to help, like, kind of keep the feel. James Gunn sounds like such a cool boss. I know. But he'd also sometimes would play it to help write certain things. Certain, no, words. He would. <laughs> Remix. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, he would play the songs to help give him inspiration to write certain scenes. Or mm-hmm. he would play it kind of like how they did with having Tyler compose the score ahead of time. Right. They would act to certain songs. Right. That is incredible. I didn't know that he went through all that work. It, that's literally, yeah. though, I think for me, that made especially number two the most relatable. And mm-hmm. just um, that's uh, that's one of the reasons that it's my favorite. And I did buy the soundtrack album. Albums and music, a lot of times for me, like they take me back to places. And like, yeah, so any album that takes me back to good places and that one does like I love it so much. Yes. Um, he also to go along with the music theme. He uh, compared both the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy to different bands. He said that the Avengers, he compared the Avengers to the Beatles Mm -hmm. and said that, you know, kind of like to go along with that, the Guardians then are like the Rolling Stones. This, I can see it. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. And then I remembered it's even cooler because in Infinity War, Mm -hmm. when Tony Stark is telling Bruce Banner that, you know, the Avengers broke up. Tragic. Bruce Banner's like what like a band like the Beatles oh, and I was like oh that's so that's cool a little easter egg it's probably coincidence mm, you think I think so. I don't know I think so that's Maybe. such a cute little but it, yeah it's, I was like egg. oh look at that oh yeah look at you full of fun facts fun facts fun, fun facts, facts for you days. really need like a segment on the podcast that's like fun facts with Drew and then or do like a little bell like every time you say a fun fact it's like ding that would be all the time yeah uh it's because i think you're never too old to learn and mindset to have the day you stop learning is the day you stop growing as a person you just touched my heart thank you you do that every now and then that that struck a heart um you don't know who this actor is really (laughs) no let's see you don't nathan fillion Oh yeah, we go way back. That's actually he's he's my uncle twice removed. We're not really sure how we feel about him, so we removed him twice. So you're related to Canadians? Yeah, eh? <laughs> <laughs> he's actually he's Uncle Chris's stepbrother. And we just we we remove and welcome him back a lot of times because we're not sure how we feel about him. What's been some of his major roles? Oh, you know, he does so much. Like, seriously, don't even get me started. But right now, I don't really want to talk about him because he's been removed again. This, nope, is, the, tell this me. is the second time he's been removed. Nope, tell me. So, actually. I'll do the homeschool high five again. Oh, do not. Don't you dare. Um, let me pull up my notes about that. It's he coming. He actually lives on the, the, he lives in Xandar. Don't look at me like that. 
I don't know. I stopped watching because we again we removed him. This is the second time he's been removed. So as soon as we lift that and we mm-hmm. welcome him back, then I'll yeah. I'll have to catch up on everything he's done in the past six uh-huh. years. Wait. Ten maybe more. I don't know. <laughs> So, to clarify, <laughs> you have no idea who he is. Oh, like anybody needed clarification that I have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. I'm just lying and digging myself into a hole. I'll put my shovel down. Here, take my shovel. Thank you. I will stop digging myself a hole. She just threw it and it hit the garage door in case you... <laughs> yeah, I love the sound effect. <laughs> so, Nathan Fillion. Oh, yeah. We go... <laughs> Dear Lord. Sorry. I'm listening. I'm shutting my mouth. Uh, He... So he's a big sci-fi fan. He was in he was in Firefly, which is oh. a really great sci-fi TV show that was only given one season, and then a really crappy movie to fi- to uh, to like kind of like fix all the cliffhangers that they left mm-hmm. when they got canceled. Um, your sad. family would not approve of the TV show. Yeah, at first you said Firefly, and I was like, oh, I've seen that, and then I was like, there's no, no way you haven't. It's your no, your family would not approve. I would lose any respect in your family if I told you to watch it. Um, if they knew you told me to watch it yes yes. they don't really know what i watch anymore well i mean you are a grown adult i am anyways (laughs) several bunny shows later he's been he's a big sci-fi fan uh and like he's done a ton of shows and stuff and Mm -hmm. he really wanted like to you know he really was like "How, how how can i do this right how can i be in you know something like marvel and so he got a little cameo he is do you know like when they first get in the jail okay and they're walking through and everyone sh- all the other uh cellmates are shouting at them and all this and that big alien comes up and starts like you know talking to peter quill and then groot comes and picks him up by his nose oh he's that alien he's he's that alien now i remember i knew <sighs> yeah good old what did I say just, he was? Just don't even try. <laughs> Let it die, Brittany. Let it die. Just, I already <laughs> took your shovel. <laughs> this is true. Just I, stop digging with your hands. I'm sitting on my hands again. That's really cool. Yeah. Yep. That was a fun, fun fact. It is. Um, I only had one fun fact from the entire movie. It's that the three lights on the Nova Corp's armor, they have a special meaning. What's the meaning? <laughs> They're Tell meant me to represent the three sons of Xandar. Ooh, do you know the three sons? No, but they're the peacekeeping organization home planet. Like that's what Xandar is. Right. What are the three sons? I have Tell no idea. Them. I was truly asking. N- wait. No, but like the three sons, like like sky oh, like S U N. Yeah, that's why I was confused. It's like wait, the three sons? No, like the three like yeah but sky. Sons. I feel like those would be named too. <laughs> my fun fact doesn't get that deep it's a surface that's level. okay it's a that's surface okay. level fun fact that's okay i, I am I mean, here I for surface level fun facts <laughs> did you know karen gillen actually shaved her head to play nebula wow full-on just zoop, all of her head <laughs> all of her hair zoop. that's how it works that that's how the razor how, goes and that's how it works yeah. another another fact to get us back on track mm. uh John Krasinski auditioned for the role of Peter Quill. What? I know. Could you I imagine? I love John Krasinski. Can you imagine John Krasinski as Star-Lord? Low-key, yes, but I feel like it would be super cheesy. Like, I'm... He, no, uh, he'd either be too serious or, like, 
mm. too cheesy. I guess I've never ever really watched him much outside of the office. He's in, I've I've watched I've slowly every once in a while I'll watch an episode of Jack Ryan on Amazon. That's Prime. the one I wanted to start and, and I haven't I just haven't It's pretty good. It. I don't I watch like it, it on TV. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, oh man, I kind of want to imagine him in it, but I really right. can't. Um, to I go along with that, his wife, Emily Blunt, mm-hmm. was offered the role as Black Widow for the Iron what? Man, for Iron Man 2, but she turned it down. What? And she's happy she turned it down. Why is she happy? Because it's such a big commitment that she wouldn't true. have been, ab- she wouldn't have been able to do other projects that she's worked on. This is true. Okay, fine. Yeah. But black widow's amazing go scarlett johansson mm-hmm. she is the queen literally and i just realized that she can sing yeah she can it's literally awesome. the movie was called sing that's how yeah. i realized that she could sing she was pregnant when they filmed avengers age of ultron they did a good job of hiding that she did a good job doing an action movie while pregnant that too well does she she doesn't have a stunt double right she does all of her own everyone has a stunt double but more often than I not don't. they do their own i well. would beg to argue <laughs> i would beg to argue i would beg to argue i would beg to differ because i do not have a stunt double i do all my stunts all on my own proud of you for that thank you mm-hmm. um <laughs> also Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey were two of the people who were considered to voice Rocket Raccoon instead of Bradley Cooper. Mm. Can you imagine Jim Carrey as Rocket? Actually, I think I could. Could you imagine Black <laughs> Jack Black as Rocket? Uh huh. More than Jim Carrey. Yeah. Whenever I think Jim Carrey, I always think Mr. Popper's Penguins because that was on in our house so much. That's a good one. I always think of uh, Bruce Almighty. Oh, that too. With Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Which then I, I ended up Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston is She's amazing. Stunning. Her my favorite of her is her and Adam Sandler in the movie Just Go With It. Oh. It's one of my favorites. It's I don't so good. I watched that one yet. It's on Netflix. I'll add it to my list. Like I said, I don't watch a lot of TV. So Drew Drew it's tells me everything to watch, so I've watched movies with her mm-hmm. and Jorge, and that's about it. And oh no, I do go to the theater with my friend Allie a lot. And but that's mm-hmm. other than that, I don't watch TV. The Office. Yeah. I come home and watch The Office. Yeah. The Office You're never a true goes American. out of style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, it's a really great movie. I think you would like it. Just go with it. Uh, <laughs> okay, I will. Wait, what's the name? Oh, it is just go with it. Okay, thanks. Yes. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yep. Uh, you love me. I do. What else do I want to say? D- this is the first MCU movie to not have a kissing scene. Really? Yes. It, it almost happened. It almost happened. But, and this is a segue into one of my favorite quotes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Gamora, I don't know, d- knees him in the groin or does something and says, I will not succumb to your pelvic sorcery. <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> I love it. That is amazing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm gonna use that line. Do it. Yes. Um, I'm one. Oh, I'm 100% doing it. In fact, I'm gonna write. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna write it down. Yes. I, <laughs> I love it. That's um, hilarious. 
Love it. It's also the highest grossing film of the 2014 summer run wow. of movies. And which is amazing because when they announced that it was going to be filmed, right. a lot of people expected it to be a flop and be like one of the biggest fails of the Marvel Universe. Shame on them. Let's see. I will not succumb to your pelvic sorcery. Uh, excuse me. I'm the... <laughs> I wonder. I'm, just, I'm trying to picture all the situations I would use this in. I could say this to a, a few people. He who must not be named. He who must not be named. Do you understand that reference? <laughs> I wanna just fake it. So many times I just fake it. And the, if like, you don't yeah. understand this reference, probably everyone who listens to this so don't is gonna me. be disappointed. In don't. You. He who must not be named. He who must Why? not be named. Why? Okay, I guess you guys should email us and tell us if you know. If you know the answer and who, where this reference is from, let us know. But I'm going no, to look it up. No, I need to rephrase this. Let Brittany know. Because I promise I know. Yeah, he who I'm, must not be named. Wait, I'm looking it up. This is so sad. I'm so sorry. I'm not surprised. That's why I called you out. It's sheltered brain. Mm -hmm. We call it shelter brain. When I don't know something, it's like, ah, sorry, shelter brain. Uh, Lord Voldemort. From Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah, I didn't watch the Harry Potter series because we weren't allowed to growing up. Yeah. I just don't have enough. I don't have enough hours in the day that one's to a, catch up That on. one for me is a book reference. We weren't allowed to read it either. I know. I only recently, I only just a year and a half ago got read harry potter oh so see you can't even you can't call me out for that i know but, but i wanted to because i knew you didn't know it <laughs> yeah i appreciate that you just set me up to look very dumb. much so very much so <laughs> uh, but uh, not no, intentionally to make you look dumb but i just knew just literally not enough time everybody's always disappointed they're like they'll like reference something and i'll be like ha, and they're like you haven't seen it have you i'm like no no it's gotten to the point that i know you haven't well, yeah seen it, but and i most just people, ask out of habit most people are just like yeah she doesn't know and they'll continue on i'm like i still want to know the joke like i'll look it up but like i start to watch films and like get into series and stuff but there's just not mm -hmm. enough time in the day to catch up on everything so it's I a just, lot i've given up but i got through all of marvel you did and i'm so proud of the that. office and you don't understand how happy i am that you've watched all the marvel i know you should that that's my greatest accomplishment it in is. life probably my greatest accomplishment is getting you to watch sherlock holmes number one we haven't watched number two yet and number two is amazing but that is a story for another time i'm yes. gonna stop myself before i get yes, into all please that do um another so the pelvic sorcery i wonder if that was <laughs> i wonder if that was written by nicole perlman she's one of the writers she's one of the people who worked on the screenplay for this film mm. she is also the first female to be credited with writing writing a marvel screenplay interesting go nicole go nicole shout out to nicole boom leading the way for <laughs> boom roasted <laughs> that's always what comes to my mind sorry bunny trail go Focus. nicole uh, paving Nicole. the way for other female writers. So proud of you. Mm, did you know Tyler Bates made a cameo as one of the Ravager pilots? Who's Tommy Bates? Tyler Bates is a guy who oh. composed it. He wasn't even Tyler. <laughs> I said Tommy. Who's Tommy Bates? No one. <laughs> no one. No, that's so interesting. Tyler Please Bates. tell me more. I don't know more. I just know he makes oh, a cameo in it. That's awesome. Yeah. Love that. But you don't know many composers who make a cameo as a character. No. So. Love that. Good job, Tyler. Good job, Tyler. 
so proud of you. I'm so proud of all these people. I know, right? They were so good. So good. <laughs> uh, um, I I want to point something out. Yeah. It it has very little to do with Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, what but have no, we been talking because, about? Because <laughs> because no, what I'm about to say, because it stemmed from Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, in the scene where the collector is first explaining what the Infinity Stones are, right, and his like employee servant person mm-hmm. ends up grabbing it because right. she's like i don't want to work for you anymore and like how quickly she got she just got was destroyed right like right there's that and then also at the end when quill first grabs it before the rest of the guardians come right. to stand next to him how like you could already see like his body started to disintegrate for a second right. which he also did in space too mm-hmm. i want to point out that that is two people touching a single infinity stone and yet in endgame we have the beast all-star tony stark who handled all six of them and didn't break a sweat he never disintegrated yeah well he died but well yes but he didn't disintegrate uh no he's like he's he's a mortal human being and mm-hmm. was able to handle all six Infinity Stones and still give the greatest comeback to Thanos ever. It's, it's Tony Stark. It, it's Tony Stark. He's the yeah. greatest of all time. Like I saw, for real. I saw like those two moments in this movie, mm-hmm. and I was like, y'all, that's just with one stone. And then we have like Tony Stark, who like just took them all and what a beast. Man. He's the goat, the greatest of he all time. Is thank you for filling me in on that. Mm-hmm. I know what that means now. Fun fact. I'm just kidding. I already knew. But yeah, Tony, props yes. to him. He's he's. It he's just made me realize that it was. That awesome. is interesting. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I don't think about a lot of things until you point them out. It's in fair. movies. This has been so much fun, and we've been on so many bunny trails. I know. I don't have anything else to talk about in the movie. I don't have anything else either. It we was have plenty else to say, but not about the I movie. Know. Uncle Chris did amazing. Uncle Chris. Good job, Uncle Chris. I am so proud of you. Um, I hope that one day I can just aspire to your greatness. All right. But we should both go because we have really busy days tomorrow. We do. Yep. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Bye. Bye. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you have any movie facts or questions you want to add, send us an email at moviesandmochas20 at gmail.com. Or if you have any movie suggestions you want to add to our list, let us know what you want us to talk about. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look for the Movies and Mochas podcast. Have a great day, guys.